trashy trashy where we take a dumpster dive on this week's garbage people and a look at all the trashy's news stories my name is erica and i'm your host my name is cassandra and i'm your other host what up erica how you doing you know i've been sleeping good alone oh for the last couple <laughs> nights my partner went out of town to take his, his mother to visit her sister and so mm. it's just been me and two cats in a big old bed and I realized, I was like, you know, it's a crowded bed with just me yeah. and two cats. And I'm like, what bed is bigger than this bed? Uh, do we, you know, I, 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 I envision a, like in my mind, like a Sultan would have just a room that was just full of mattresses or just like, just everything, everything on the floor was just soft cushions and curtains and blankets and i'm like that's what i envision a bedroom should just be a large bed no other activity and so i i want to transform my room into just six to eight mattresses and have one giant bed so i had a thought this morning truly this morning (laughs) where i was like okay so we have a california king right california king is longer than a regular king size bed but not as wide so whenever we go to hotels we're like and we get we always get a king room because we just fucking have to um (laughs) and um i'm like oh this bed feels bigger than ours it's because of the the width and i've been educated on tiktok uh uh-oh about there's different types of king size beds so there's a texas king which is as wide as a regular king and even longer than a california king and then and then there's a wyoming king who's a perfect square so it's as long as a california king and then also the same width and then there's an alaska king and that is like gigantic now i mean i might be getting these dimensions wrong because there's a lot of different things online Mm -hmm. about it but like I saw someone on TikTok with an Alaska King bed. And I mean, if we tried to put something like that in our room, like that would be the room, like what you're talking about. But so I, I, I just crossed my mind this morning. I was like, I wonder, because the first time I looked into it, I was like, okay, well, you have to get specially made bedroom furniture. Like you're not right. going to go to living spaces and get a fucking frame for a wyoming king she doesn't exist like or alaska king you have to get specially made bedroom pieces and you have to get specially made sheets and like everything so these people who have these beds spend i'm not exaggerating like on the mattress the frame and all their sheets and stuff probably up to like eight thousand dollars to have i'm I'm looking at a website right now yeah the minimum package for just the mattress is like thirty two hundred dollars. yeah like it's fucking however however you know what do they say like one third of your life or something like that like you spend it's not (laughs) look it's frivolous it's frivolous i'll say it i'm not afraid but also you're there like sometimes mattresses are that expensive and you know like you're there for so many hours of your day (laughs) i will say though that like 
how do you like me when I said earlier that me and Taylor can only stay in king size hotel rooms <laughs> it's because when we get put on a queen like when someone is so generous to let us stay in their guest room guest rooms tend to have queen size beds mm-hmm. are we okay absolutely but like we don't want to stay there for more than two or three days because by day three, we're like, if you fucking touch me again, I'm going to poke both your eyes out, you know? So you get used to a certain lifestyle. You've got the Alaska King at home. You're just, at that point, you're just buying two beds. You're just buying, like, you're like, yeah. you know, what? double queen room. Love ya, honeymoon, yeah. but we got to go double queen because- yeah. I cannot, I can't even be relatively close to you at night. When, when Sin and I went to Tokyo, it was, we, we had done a two week vacation to Thailand, Malaysia and Tokyo and Japan. And so the, our last leg was in Tokyo and our hotel room was very small with a smaller bed. And, so, and at one point I just said, even though I was next to him touching him, I was like, listen, I just need you to know for the next two hours I am alone. I am in alone time. Do not talk to me unless there's an emergency. Don't touch me. Don't talk to me. Don't acknowledge me in any way because I need the illusion that I am alone. That's so funny. I, I just was like, we we just been jam-packed and just together, together and this tiny little bed. And I was like, I am alone. And he was like, I understand. Do you have noise canceling headphones? I don't remember at this point. This was like in 2016. Oh, okay. So like those, are, those are major. Those will make you feel real alone quick. Yeah. I don't know if that, that technology existed in the world yet. No, you're probably right. You're probably right. Yeah. I just was like, don't ignore, unless this apartment is on, or this ha- like hotel is on fire. <laughs> don't <laughs> reach out to me in any way. Great. <laughs> why are you trash my angel oh god okay i great question i'm i'm looking through the i'm looking through the list so many okay. things right so many things and i do you ever bring uh, that list to therapy or do you just kind of is it just for here i feel like sometimes therapy is like a trial run where i'm like oh right it's like when you're doing when you're stand up and you're trying jokes out on people yeah, it's like it's like uh, yeah, it's like before you even go to the open mic and you start trying bits on people but not telling them what you're doing, you're like dipping a toe in the water. And then my therapist is like, "Why do we live in such a shame-based thing? Like, why do you think you've done something wrong?" And I'm like, "But is it funny? You know, can't say that." Yeah, totally. You can't ask for the validation that you want. Like, I'm like, "No, but like is that funny to you? Do you think that's funny?" <laughs> Do you find this anecdote to be kind of charming? Yeah. Like, um, yeah. Besides like the messed up stuff and stuff from deeply rooted childhood things. Is that like amusing? Like, would you find that funny? Oh no. Yeah. You're, you're relating back with like a story of like, uh, deeply rooted trauma in you. Oh no. Okay. So not funny. Okay. okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. So I, <laughs> Yeah, I gotta, I gotta get healthier on that. <laughs> <laughs> never, never. So, so I was recently reminded of a time in college. So I feel like someone of my life, I've always kind of set 
my own rules. Like I'm sure. like, okay, these are the rules. I'm going to follow them. Great, great, great. But sometimes I've just also said, I think these are the rules. And if no one says no, they go along with it. So I loved Girl Talk in college. And Girl Talk was a mashup artist. So he would take, you know, two songs and put them underneath each other and together. And then you'd be like, oh, of course Radiohead goes with Lady Gaga. And then you'd lose your mind. And it was really Mm -hmm. fun. So I went to a concert of his at the Canes Ballroom and it was wild and he had like toilet paper guns that he would shoot over the crowd and there was paint and there's just also it was a spectacle because he doesn't do anything but hit like play basically. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> he's, a so DJ. He, he's a DJ basically. Yeah. So there's like dancers and all stuff. So I was in the front row, like pushed up to the stage like, ah, and he said, okay, front row. I want you up on this stage and dancing with me. And he was like, you, you, you know, pointing. And he's like, you guys come up. So I was like, ah, well, I'm like in the center. So I t- I'm the last person to get to go to either side of the stage to go up. And so I mm-hmm. come up and the bouncer says, mm-hmm. oh, no, sorry. That's the limit on stage. And I was like, no, but I was, no, but I was in the, I, he pointed, I was in the front row and he's like, no, you can't go up. And I was like, oh okay i'm gonna make my own rule so i instead of like you know fighting with him i just said okay fine i'll help you do security and i turned around and and like faced the crowd with him and i took off his hat off his head and put it on my head and i was like i'm security with you now and he was just you know jovial enough to like let me do it and so i was like you know bounce you know it'd be like People would try to come up and I'd be like, hey, you got to back up, man. Nobody gets on this stage. Nobody gets on this, you know, pretending to be like a bouncer security guard. And he just, he was, he was funny. He was loving it. And we were just having a good time. And so I, you know, we're kind of talking, but also I'm kind of like, you know, doing a bit and, uh, you know, but all the, all the time, I'm just, I'm just biding my time doing these bits I'm, I'm just checking out the security holes and so finally like three people come up and they're trying to talk their way backstage or whatever and he is like directly interfacing with them and I I pivot I I just I turn my back I give the ha- I put the hat back on his head I turn and I run on stage but I go to the opposite side of the stage and get to do my dance life and just dance on stage and be stupid and throw toilet paper over the crowd. And I just lived my life for the last like 15 minutes of the concert. Did you get caught? Well, it was, inc- no, it was incredible. Right. So I could to do this moment, but when I, you know, I exited off the other side of the stage, but then we made eye contact. Cause you betrayed so, us. Oh, it was, he looked at me like, eh, too. At two, Erica, like we had something. <laughs> I mean, this is the plot of a Bugs Bunny cartoon. Bugs tries to get in, mm-hmm. is refused. Bugs then goes in disguise, <laughs> waits for the distraction, and mm-hmm. then gets in. You're yeah. a Looney Tune. Yeah. But yeah, he was he was hurt. You know, I, I just saw it in his eyes. Like he just looked at me like we had something. Like, really? The lesson and- learned is to not trust 
girls in their Oh, yeah yeah why would you i was scheming the whole time but it was you know i had fun <laughs> oh sure of course you fucking did that's a cosplay was, as a security guard and then sneak on stage and sneak on stage and so yeah i broke his little heart and for that i'm sorry but i oh. totally got to be on stage so that was fun that was fun sick, and then you sick. know my friends at the concert were like how'd you do it and i was like yeah <laughs> anyway how are you trash so everyone knows i love car chases Mm. everybody knows Mm -hmm. this so major major car chase last tuesday uh in morning rush hour traffic i'm talking 7 30 7 7 30 in the morning on the five and you know you get a lot of targeted ads we all do okay i'm usually able to just scroll right past them every once in a while i might stop you know but like i have yet to have yet to actually like buy something that's been targeted at me like i haven't been influenced in that way but you know what now after watching this car chase i want a bmw like (laughs) (laughs) you you spend these companies you spend millions on ads all you have to do is have some wackadoodle i do not condone car chases even though i love them i don't condone it all you have to do is have some wackadoodle is wackadoodle a pc term i think wackadoodle is appropriate (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think that's like one of the last ones we can have yeah Yeah, i think that's okay yeah call somebody who you know like robbed a house a wackadoodle and went and car chase a wackadoodle right so he's driving he's driving this bmw it gets in a couple accidents because he's in rush hour traffic. Like one of the accidents, he quite literally plowed a car to turn all the way around, like to like facing the opposite direction, continued to go, loses a front wheel. Okay. Icon. And continues to drive for like a, a BMW only needs three wheels, as what I've learned. <laughs> he drove for like, he drove for like an extra hour all kinds of shit flying out from this car like all kinds of pieces and this car still running even the fucking commentators on fox uh fox la which they're wild were like you know this is why you see the diplomats choose these cars these bmws like they're basically saying the same shit that i'm saying which is we don't condone car chasing and we sure hope this stops soon but like can you believe how well this bmw is doing (laughs) i mean that feels like a like a viral marketing you know it was i mean i was like what a what better of an ad for bmw right now like fuck putting like you know james bond or some shit in it i don't know he drives something else but like uh aston martin who knows but like watch you know watch this so i'd like to then i'm trash because i want a bmw now because i saw how well it did in a car chase yeah thus updating my plan i do not condone car chasing i do not i do not do not run from the police don't commit crimes but if you're getting pulled over pull over okay but i've said i think i've talked about how the right way to escape is and now i'm updating it okay step one be driving a bmw mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever fucking series eight i don't know what i don't i don't remember what he was in but like you know the good ones 
<laughs> the big sturdy BMWs, like some real good German engineering. So that's step one. And then, of course, step two is the original plan, which is to drive toward the ocean and get find yourself within the marine layer so that the helicopters. Oh, sorry. Step two is follow all the rules of the road because yes. the cops don't follow you very close because you yeah. don't see if they they know if they and if they start coming closer to you, start getting erratic and then they'll back off again because they don't yeah. want you to hurt anybody. And then step three is, of course, drive to the marine layer and then the helicopters will lose you and the cops are too far behind you and you just might get away. I don't think you will. I still don't think anyone does, but I'm just saying I don't condone it, but if I was going to do it, that's how I would do it. Yeah. I want to BMW now, girl. I don't care. I know that they're kind of douchey and whatever, whatever, but like they only need three wheels. That's, I don't know if this is a comedy yeah. podcast and that's yes. not an endorsement or no. instructions on how to do anything. <laughs> so. No, 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 it's not. I just, it's just things that I've picked up as an avid car chase watcher. Yeah. I mean, they went for hours. It was, it was incredible. The chase did end eventually because they crashed into the back of a truck because this oh. was rush hour traffic. And then, um, and then they jumped out of the car and ran and uh we thought they were going to try to take another car but then they end up just once the dogs come i'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that that's usually the time when everybody lays down is when the dogs are there because oh, yeah you might be able to you might be able to run out outrun a cop if they're especially if they're not shooting sure. at you but yeah. uh you ain't gonna outrun the you're dogs. not gonna outrun the dog the dog no. will find you yeah and yeah. will fucking probably hurt more than a taser will <laughs> yeah so oh my god wow. anyways um speaking i of thought hurts, he was gonna run out and then exchange information with the driver that he hit oh yeah the semi-truck driver hey, being I'm the so responsible sorry. person that, hey i'm so sorry here's my insurance <laughs> call them i've gotta go i gotta go <laughs> i got three wheels i was like it's gonna run on two watch <laughs> i mean all it needs you- is one in the front one in the back and we're good to just- go just don't get better than that okay so speaking of hurt yeah yeah let's uh try our first story this is from twitter it's really just an image but it's a powerful one yes it's sent in by our audio producer taylor oh did taylor send this yes (laughs) that's funny (laughs) so this was seen at atlanta hartsfield jackson airport and it's a man with flowers and a woman approaching and he has a sign how sweet to have been greeted at the airport with a sign sure i mean However, like a, welcome welcome home like something like that you know sign of those are exciting but not not quite the vibe of his sign the sign says cat k-a-t i know it isn't mine but i'll raise it as my own i forgive your infidelity with a heart with a heart (laughs) and someone next to him like recording the exchange is that just a nosy passerby like myself or did he go hey do you mind you know riding the carpool lane with me on the way to the airport i'm gonna go pick up cat and uh, i want you to record something it's gonna be really important incredible incredible like i i mean hey you know it's a real man he stepped up he stated his thesis and he was like listen i'm gonna love you no matter what 
I'm gonna love this child. Okay. Cheating is bad. And of if course. you're in a really if you cheat, you know, like non-consensually uh leave your monogamous relationship, um that's not good, especially if it gets you pregnant. But <laughs> if I was this woman <laughs> who was like, okay, I cheated, I'm pregnant, please take me back. And he's like, I'll think about it. And then like, this is how you find out that he's going to forgive you and move on. I would dub, I would dub him because this is so embarrassing. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. Like, did he have the sign folded until she arrived or was he standing there with the sign holding out? everyone yeah everyone who got off of her flight from florida let's say and arrives in atlanta like sees that sign and this fucking man with the flowers saying i'll raise this i'll raise it as my own i forgive your like and they're like i talked to cat on the flight she seemed like a perfectly nice lady i I didn't even know she was pregnant she was she had two vodka sodas on the flight (laughs) Like I would just keep walking. I'd be like, I do not, I do not know this man. Yeah, I would I'd keep it moving. And then cat, cat. It's like that's not my name. You know what this woman who cheated on me and is pregnant with that person's child deserves? A grand romantic gesture. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be love actually in this bitch. <laughs> oh, incredible. Speaking of love, actually, a lot of people find love on The Bachelor franchise yeah 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 yeah. this is weird this is a weird story yeah so i was alerted to this via the bachelor nation subreddit okay which i peruse i've I've become a bachelor nation member in the last four to five years because of my friends on the bachelor zone podcast you should check them out they're great and um (laughs) So, one of the contestants on JoJo season, not JoJo Siwa, JoJo Fletcher. JoJo Siwa never been on The Bachelor. So famously never been on The Bachelor yet. Yeah. Why would she? She's a lesbian, and ABC. They haven't not done a lesbian series yet. Maybe they will. That would be pretty tight, though. I mean, just like great. all the girls who are there being like, "Oh my god, we've already all dated each other." <laughs> <laughs> Aren't oh you in my Pilates oh my class? Oh, we dated. That's what it was. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. This is my best friend and ex-girlfriend. <laughs> so JoJo is with Jordan Rogers, uh, which is Aaron Rogers' brother, but they don't speak. Just uh, FYI. I just mean, def- like if that if that matters. If that matters to you. I guess it does matter. Yeah. As as, as more is revealed. Yeah. So Chad Johnson was on JoJo's season of The Bachelorette. And so during Jojo, during Jojo's time, he was, you know, he caused a lot of drama. He was real shitster, and many people disliked him. The bad boy, but like he not was, the bad boy that you like to hate. Like just no, like a, a true, person. like this person is unhinged bad boy. He he's from Oklahoma, which I'm like, sorry. Anyway. Uh, not all hashtag not all Oklahomans, but most probably most. No, I'm just kidding. We love you, Oklahoma. So, Chad. Oh, good. Oh, so he's vowed 
like revenge on like he really didn't obviously take their breakup well i i love that by the way people getting eliminated they assume that they treat it like i got dumped it's like no you got eliminated from a reality show but whatever he didn't take it well so he's been like i guess vowing for a long time that he would get his revenge on jordan rogers who won and so now i guess he's finally he's finally served it up for some Baxter and where he's been since the bachelor to now, I guess he's, you know, I mean, they, these people, if they've got, if they're smart with it, they can ride the, their time on the bachelor for a long time. Yeah. He's ridden it for sure, but he's done like porn and stuff and just like made money as a workout influencer, whatever. So he's a, uh, he finally got his revenge and he posted this creepy fucking video on his Instagram, like sort of setting it up, like wearing a ski mask and no shirt. Front of their house, proving like he knew where they were, like where they Oh lived. yeah, in front of Jojo and Jordan's house, which is so, so he says, you think I can't find you? You think I won't go out of my way to come to your house? Villains are built, not born. Stick around for the update on my next post tonight at eight central time. But for now, come to the dark side with me. It's a lot more fun on realchadjohnson.com. Okay. Like this is psychotic behavior. Yeah. Yeah. So at, at 8 p.m. central, he shared a photo of a limo of sorts parked outside of the house hummer limo a hummer limo is there anything more chill worthy just the monster energy jinx drank inside of a hummer limo no not even monster rock stars rock star energy drinks you know yeah i'm gonna demean the monster name you know so his girlfriend is wearing a packers cheerleading uniform so Jordan is the brother of quarterback Aaron Rodgers, who played. That's where that became a Packers. Yeah. Yeah. Jordan was wearing a military pant and a polka dot cowboy hat and said, I always told Jordan I'd find him. I never said what I'd do when I found him, but my team found him. Like your team? Okay. Who's your fucking team? But okay. So basically, yeah, the whole post goes on to say, I went to his house and I fucked right in front of it for OnlyFans. Now, every time Jordan and Jojo step foot inside their house, they'll think of me. Every time you check the mail, you think of me. Every time you walk the dog, you think of me. My dick has tainted your domicile. Revenge is a dish best served with my dick. Check out the full video, only available on OnlyFans and Real Chad Johnson. You're up next, Chris Harrison. My I... dick has tainted your domicile is, I mean, poetic. Like this, like this guy missed his calling in life. Like Walt Whitman could never. Like, that's incredible. <laughs> so he had sex with a girl in a Packers uniform in a, like a limo out front of their house and he thinks that they're going to be like man i really liked this house until now i can't stop thinking about this fucking loser having sex in front of my house dang it dang it like (laughs) this is so stupid yeah it's tainted windows the hummer says realchadjohnson.com on it so it's really a tax write-off you know uh, absolutely yeah that's a work expense it's a, <laughs> write that off 
Oh, oh, my dick has tainted your domicile. I'm going to start saying that to people now. Yes. Yeah. Just, you know, a lady at the bank wrongs me. My dick has tainted your domicile. She's like, what? And I'm like, you shorted me a quarter. (laughs) Sorry, I'll just give you the quarter. (laughs) It was an accident. It's like, (laughs) yeah, but you're going to think about that forever. Every time you go home, you're going to think about my dick. (laughs) Speaking of tainted domiciles, (laughs) according to page6.com, Kris Jenner is so wealthy how wealthy is she she forgot that she owned a beverly hills condo and that came out on the new kardashians show (laughs) momagers manage kids not condos that's from the article that's not for me i can't claim it so so she goes to this beverly hills condo but she didn't give a tour because she forgot that she even owned it and chloe kardashian who was there was like Man, I can't wait to be wealthy enough to forget that I have properties places, which like Chloe, like you are pretty wealthy. Yeah. Yeah. In monetary and with your children, but not in love with your partner. Because I know you're in self-esteem, but that's another poor, poor Chloe is something I used to feel before I lost all empathy Lost all, all yeah. empathy for the kardashians yeah yeah see this is just like some weird tone deaf shit of just like uh, okay everything that they do is on purpose you know if they really thought that it would be bad for the brand they would never have used the footage of chris jenner legitimately forgetting that she owned this condo i don't know what the brand is at this point or if they're i think they just lean into the people like to the fact that people hate them but also not come i don't know i don't know but like whatever the brand is whatever they're doing works so people find them aspirational aspirational oh people still fucking love them and defend them they're aspirational to people yeah yeah. Well, that's scary because now they're starting to get super skinny. Um, and so, you know, yeah, we can talk about gonna, that again. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. so <laughs> it's just tone deaf. It's stupid. Oops. Yeah. I own this place. Yeah. So uh, Chris and Chloe proceeded to clean out the condo's mostly unused fridge, which contained old food and approximately two dozen bottles of champagne. <laughs> So Jenner said, in case of emergency, yes, my my prepper is also mostly sparkling water, cat food, and Dolly Parton cake mixes. So like I have a weird prep, um, you know, emergency bag too. I get it. I get it. Absolutely. Yeah. That that makes plenty of sense. Yeah. It's like seeing all that and be like, oh yeah, I forgot. I was gonna throw a housewarming. Whoops. <laughs> yeah so she says that she uses this condo only to wrap christmas gifts so i mean i get it wrapping gifts takes a lot of space i don't believe that she wraps her own gifts yeah absolutely not that is a hired out task a hundred percent you're not gonna get the pictures of the grand christmas tree with all the gifts looking good under Mm. the like for the instagram if people are legitimately wrapping them themselves How are we going to solve the, solve the high, uh, housing crisis in Los Angeles? So, I'll never know. Yeah, yeah. I'll never know. 
Um, Speaking of like moms and they're just doing their best and looking out for their kids. Uh Uh-huh. They're uh, from (laughs) KSLA.com. A Central Texas mom warns parents about Hocus Pocus 2. So Hocus Pocus 2, a sequel to Hocus Pocus that just came out on Disney Plus about, I don't know, 15 years too late (laughs) (laughs) at least but straight to disney plus just in time for halloween whatever we're not going to review this movie i haven't even seen it and that doesn't matter because this woman reviewed it for us Mm -hmm. a worst case scenario is you unleash hell on your kids and in your home said jamie gooch (laughs) her actual last name g-o-o-c-h is there another way to pronounce that? I no, nope, please that's educate gooch. me. That that's gooch. gooch. Yeah, gauche. No, that's no. gooch. She's Jamie Gooch. The whole movie is based on witches harvesting children for blood sacrifices. I actually have some interesting videos about some celebrities who have done the same. She doesn't say that. I'm, I'm of course just editorializing. But she posts on Facebook obviously she says don't watch this film everybody thinks it's fake and innocent but they could be casting any type of spell they want to anything could be coming through the tv uh into your home so does she think that they're real witches (laughs) the the media literacy in this country is so low because like is beth midler possibly a witch maybe that that talent that voice, that face, that just the charisma. I mean, she for sure has done some type of blood sacrifice to have that, but no, but uh. <laughs> yeah, she says, I love everything to do with the house and a home. I love creating a safe environment for my family and friends to come into. I believe everything starts here. It all starts at home. So beware and be aware of what we're bringing into our homes and our everyday lives. My husband and our children should be experiencing something different here in our home than they're experiencing out in the world. Oh, oh, Gooch. Are you really also curating your husband's experience at home? Babe. Babe, because if he ain't getting it at home, he's going to find it somewhere else. I wasn't suggesting that he was going to cheat on her. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying he's probably going to the movie theater watching movies. Oh. That's all I was saying. You know, he's like, I just, oh, i got to work late tonight. And then he's just going to the cinema, eating a popcorn, drinking a Coke by himself. And he's like, my only escape in life, Mr. Ami Thomas Gooch. I just get to go to the cinema and curate my own life. She believes that there's a spiritual war being waged against homes in America. Yeah, bitch. Christianity. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. We respect all faiths here at Trashy Trashy. But like, you know, like the spiritual war has many has many sides. Except for Scientology. Anyway, we have not participated in (laughs) Halloween. In about four or five years. That's a different voice I was doing earlier. So she changes her. Now you became Scarlett O'Hara. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> Scarlett O'Gooch. Yeah. She, she changes her voice depending on what media outlet she's talking to. You know. Sure. Uh, <laughs> we've not participated in Halloween in about four or five years. It's just now how we live our lives, said Gooch. It grieves me. The thought of exposing our kids to darkness. Okay. Give them some candy. 
you dumb bitch. I think it goes further than just a movie. It goes further than Halloween. It's a year-round thing. We constantly need to be cautious of what we're consuming, what we're bringing in, and what we're sending out. So even like summer blockbusters could be uh, spells from witches. I believe whatever comes in our TV screens, there are things attached to that. I've seen for myself the things, and I've watched with my eyes or heard over a TV screen. They've become manifest in the real life, and I think, oh my gosh, what did I consume? She's trying to admit that she has a talking goldfish and that Fanny Nemo fucked her up. (laughs) That's just like, that's where my head went. I would like to propose a question yes, so what, yeah what a gambling question because you like to gamble um, of course yeah would you take this bet okay i bet so she's trying to say like we need to be cautious about the things that are on our tvs and etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm-hmm. i bet two hundred dollars that miss gooch allows her children to play call of duty or some sort of mm. shoot 'em up game. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Would you take that bet, or do you think that she cuts it off and they don't have video violent video games either? Um. Okay. I here's what I think. I don't think they have violent video games, but I do think they're all going to develop a fascination with like serial killers mm. in their later life, mm-hmm. and she's going to encourage them to go into military service okay that's interesting that's interesting i think that i think that she does let them play violent video games but that she finds lizzo to be too provocative and disgusting for her children oh a hundred percent how dare a woman of color a woman of size have joy in this world a hundred percent yeah yeah so she just says that her goal overall is to get people to be proactive instead of reactive by reevaluating some of their family decisions. I guess that translates into don't let your kids watch Hocus Pocus rather than having to get them exercised after they watch Hocus Pocus. That would be the proactive versus reactive, right? Yeah. Do you know how much an exorcism is in this economy? Oh my God. The rise with the supply chain. It's ex- oh my god! I, we've been on an exorc- exorcism wait list, yeah, for eight months. It all started when that boat got stuck in the Suez Canal. God damn it, Evergreen, yeah, or ever never fit, but yeah. All right, so we have two cheating stories in a row, and I think like let's just I here's the thing. I know how to explain this poker one very concisely and well, but I don't know if. Like, I don't want to just put this f- next one on you, like the fishing story. Yeah. No. Okay. So let we, let's go over the, the p- poker one. Then okay. we have a fishing story and then we have cheating in the world of competitive Irish dancing. It's like cheating, cheating, cheating. All right. Let's knock them out. So it's in Vogue. Okay. We're in. So- we're at the we're at the Hustler Casino in Vegas watching a live broadcast of some fucking poker game, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got two players, right? And they're 
competing in No Limit Texas Hold'em with a, it's a three blind cash game, whatever. I'm not going to try to explain that. It doesn't fucking matter. There is uh, Garrett Adelstein, who is a respected high stakes cash game professional, who's a regular at these games. And he was also a contestant on Survivor, where he was listed as dishonest and had no ambition. Oh, I'm sorry. He was also a contestant on Survivor, where he listed dishonesty and lack of ambition as his pet peeves just in case you wanted to know. And then his opponent was Robbie Jade Lude, Robbie Jade Lou, who is a relative newcomer at these po- at like high stakes poker, but she's not a first timer and she's an Instagram model with 15 K followers. So here we go. They both get cards as mm-hmm. you do in poker. And both of them kind of have shitty hands. Mm-hmm. However, you know, they're playing like a three blind system, which means they all have money on the table, whether they want to or not. So at this point, it's just a little bit more money to see the flop, which is when three more cards come out on the table. Mm-hmm. So, so far, not strange that both of them were like, yeah, fuck it. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll raise like, let's, let's do it. You know, now the flop comes out and one of them, Adelstein, he's got kind of an okay chance but still statistically like not great to get like a straight or a flush Mm -hmm. and lou all she has is the highest card on the table she's got a jack and again everyone's like all right well let's you know let's see the river i think is the fourth card's name yeah again not that strange although it definitely is like neither of these people have anything, you know, kind of not, nobody has anything official. So finally Adelstein, he bet $10,000. Like he's got, he basically like has to get that fifth card exactly right. Or he can just try to bluff and maybe she'll like, you know, freak out and she'll just like skip, you know, she'll be like, okay, fine. I fold. Mm -hmm. She calls the bet and raises it to 20,000 and then he goes all in which means he's like i'm putting all my chips on the table and she's like okay i call so everyone's like are is this a fucking joke like because normally if you're playing poker and someone is like i'm going all in you have to assume that they have something and she had nothing and so did he kind of right and um so now so anyways the, the fifth card comes out. She ends up winning just by having a higher card, a jack. And all of a sudden, everyone's like, she's a fucking cheater. I, mm-hmm. It's just like, because everyone's like, oh, like, you know, nobody, like, nobody should have expected to win jack high with the, you know, with these cards. But it's like, all she did was call him on her on his bluff because yeah. he was fucking bluff. Like, honestly, it could have gone either poker. way. It's like, poker. I want to pull my hair out. She didn't play the cards. She played him. Yeah. She knew he was bluffing. So had this situation reversed where she had the slightly better cards, even though like, you know, he had a really shit hand that ends up winning. 
I guarantee that nobody would have called him out for cheating. They would have been like, nice. You mm-hmm. called her bluff. Mm-hmm. But I, I honest to God think it's a sexist thing. Like where everyone's like, she has a vibrating chair or, you know, how could she do this? Like that was such a, sh- like, you don't bet that oh, high the, on the shitty The hand. men on Twitter that are like, at this time mark because i've watched the video like several times but the people and the the comments are like if you look at this time the dealer gave her a signal and i'm like no no they did not like like Like, you just look i i play texas hold them every once in a while for fun like if i get invited to games which i don't frequently because um, i'm a little competitive sometimes you just win on a shitty hand sometimes nobody has anything but like, you know, you just play anyways to see what happens. Yeah. And then sometimes people get fucking lucky. And I just, it's so stupid. And so anyways, she ended up giving, she was like, oh my God, you look like you want to kill me. <laughs> and he was like, this doesn't seem super funny to me. And then so, she, and then she had to start like explaining herself. She was like, oh, um, I thought you were ace high. Like basically being like, I thought you were going to win. And then he's like, so then why did you call? And it's like, dude fuck you like you just fucking lost yeah you fucking lost you fucking bluffed and you lost and so anyway she ended up like giving him some of his money back because she felt bad and he says oh she gave me my money back and admitted to cheating but it's like no no she didn't she just like got bullied like she says that she got bullied into giving him his money back which sounds way more realistic in gambling world than the idea that she had some sort of vibrating device in her pocket. She says she was threatened in a dark hallway as well. This is so, it's so crazy. Like, you know, it's just, it's just really sexist and people, I mean, honestly like i've played games before where i've had like lucky hands and i'm playing with only men and they really do get mad when you fucking mad they get so mad when they get like fucked over by a bad hand because they're like i have all these skills as a poker player and statistics and blah, blah 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 and then they just got lucky and it's like you're gambling it's it's a game. It's luck. it's luck. It's all luck. I mean, you can do what you can with like odds strategy, and like, yeah. there's numbers and strategy, but at the end of the day, babes, it's luck. Is this yeah. so stupid? All right. So she's going to take a lie detector test next week by an independent third party. But why does she have name. to do this? Because people are still calling her a cheat and a lot. It's just stupid. It's it's just sexism. Yeah, when it gets down to it, she played him, not the odds. She played him. She's like, I knew you didn't have anything. And he's pissed because he's a little baby man, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so this is not the first time that the polygraph comes up in our numerous cheating stories. Yeah. But like, haven't, isn't it proved that polygraphs are not that accurate? They can't be used as uh, evidence in the court of law in the United States, at least. Yeah. Yeah. So why are people still doing them? Because people are stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. People are dumb. And they're like, well, the pol- she, she didn't she fail the polygraph. She, she, either way, 
She'll somehow have cheated the polygraph. And if she fails the polygraph, they'll burn yeah. her at the stake. It's- che- yeah, like polygraphs are accurate 55 to 80 percent of the time i think people just want to believe that a polygraph is real so that like they can feel like an element of control over another human because at the end of the day there's just no surefire way to know if someone is lying to you but man you just want to believe so yeah bring in a lie detector and they're all like third party come whatever let's move on to the next one please oh let's move on to the next one yeah oh no that was oh it. woof nope. got that let me do it again Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> no use that one okay. we may we may not do it again from huffpost.com <laughs> the world of iris dancing jolted by a competition fixing scandal the world's oldest Irish dancing body is investigating, investigating claims of results being rigged for years. Allegations of years-long competition fixing have jolted the world of Irish dancing. The CLRG, the oldest Irish dancing body in the world this week, announced an investigation into claims that numerous Irish dance teachers have been rigging results. Some 12 instructors were implicated in evidence that was passed to the organization in July, reported the Irish Independent. At least six other teachers were also suspected of cheating, according to screenshots of exchanges with the judges that were obtained by the newspaper. How do you, I mean, like, it's so subjective, you know? Like, unless someone's just obviously better than the other person, how can you prove cheating? So... One teacher and a judge appear to be exchanging sexual favors for high scores. So that's a good way to cheat. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, oh, she missed a step. And it's like, well, you didn't know the choreography to begin with. How can you? I don't know. But the the fixing (laughs) allegations go back several years. The BBC reported Thursday, citing an email the body sent to its members. Wow. I don't know. Uh, this is wild. Like, giving blowies for dance competition. I know. Like, who who got into Irish, like, an Irish jig dance competition and said, well, I, you know, it's all about the politics here. And uh, I could dance my ass off. But unless I'm willing to, you know, give a blowjob. Yeah. I mean, that's just wild. It's hard. It's very hard. Like, uh, it's just, I, it sucks. It sucks for the dancers that have worked so hard. And like, yeah, you know, their, their bodies are just put through all this. Like, I mean, it's just, I just think ain't easy. That's for damn sure. And then to have this go again, like, you know, it's, it's not implicating the dancers themselves. It's more like the instructors and the judges and then it just makes you feel like shit because it's like you didn't do anything you know am i is this from a sitcom or is this true i I feel like i'm remembering that like michael flatley like the lord of the dance like was considered one of the wonders of the world because of how good he was at this oh my god Uh, i don't know if that was from a sitcom or if that was genuinely true or or if maybe he just had like a special called wonders of the world michael flatley an Irish dancer. Wondering. 
wonder it, river of... dance that's what, lord of dance and river dance that's what it is um, he played to 60 million people in 60 countries and his shows have grossed over a billion dollars he formerly held the guinness world record for tap dancing 35 times per second what the wow okay so he is uh okay so he's his yeah, feet insane. were one time insured for 57.6 million well yeah Okay, we have one more cheating story. Yes, it's, it's okay. So this story got me hook, line, and sinker, you know? Sure, fuck yeah, I did. We're talking about fishing. From NewYorkPost.com. Pro fishing world rocked by allegation cheating scandal. Real outrage is rocking the competition of the <laughs> fishing world. When winners of a major Ohio tournament allegedly stuffed their fish with extra filet and lead weights to score the cash prize. This is on Lake Erie. This is happening. So the contest, they were set to take home nearly 30,000 in winnings Friday, last Friday, when the tournament's director, Jason Fisher, said he smelled something fishy. So there's these two contestants and they weighed in their five walleyes at a collective 34 pounds, when usually those fishes weigh closer to four pounds. So that's about 14 pounds heavier than they would expect. And then uh, the tournament director said, I'm gonna cut into this fucking fish. Yeah, and he did. And what he found was an extra filet and lead balls had apparently stuffed down its throat. He then found the same in another fish. We got white in the fish. Fisher <laughs> screamed, according to a video that captured the tense moment. And then other people are yelling, call the fucking cops. He needs to be arrested. He needs to be prosecuted. I love like <laughs> this like human or this very American, I'm going to say, instinct to like being wronged and immediately going police yeah yeah <laughs> like even if it's not like anything that's i mean he's cheating in a contest he's not gonna go to jail for that he's gonna get kicked out of the contest but like these people yeah. are like shoot him like put him in jail for the rest of his life he <laughs> cheated at fishing <laughs> he just can't react any other way i feel like that's such an american like karen like instinct you know like mm -hmm. someone starts filming someone freaking out in a store and it goes you're violating my rights and i'm calling the fbi oh my god i watched a video where a nurse was treating a patient poorly a pregnant patient poorly and she was not believing her woman in question was like a woman of color the nurse was a white lady and the the patient called the nurse a weirdo because that's who she was being. And the nurse called the police on her for calling her a weirdo. People. And I was like, get you upset. Dumb bitch. They get like, upset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just goes straight to the cops. So anyways, they, they have made off. These two fishermen prior have made off with like tens of thousands of cash prizes before all this. And so now um you know they're being investigated i guess from these competitions but mm -hmm. he's this fisher guy is like i'm a hero now he was like i'm disgusted i'm at a loss for words yeah. but since he, you're asking me i'm glad i caught the cheating <laughs> yeah well and also in the video you know the the, the fishant of of the you know fisher said multiple times in the video he's like don't harm them 
on the yeah. way to their cars. Like, don't violence against them. Yeah, yeah. He's like, let them walk to their cars. Don't beat them up. Like, they got caught. It's cool. <laughs> These two fishermen last year in 2021 at the Lake Erie Fall Brawl made more than uh, $100,000. And yeah. then, then you have here that the tournament failed a polygraph. <laughs> you guys... <laughs> That's how you know that not real police are involved if they're bringing in a polygraph test. Like, here you go. Yeah. Some people, well, yeah. They they didn't donate their fish to food banks afterwards, which was kind of suspicious. Oh, really? That's part of the reason why they thought it was weird? Yeah. So the some of the competitors thought that they had been sneaking in the fish, mm-hmm. uh, like catching and sneaking them in. And many in the professional fishing community were whispering about their behavior wow wow so you know they took down these uh these cheating kingpins (laughs) fishing oh man i just don't understand it i just don't understand it like you know what i you know what i also can't understand is the american instinct of i'm the most important character you know our main character syndrome our main character syndrome. So with that, Cass, are you ready for the dumpster fire of the week? Oh, yes, I am. Oh, my God. According to news.artnet.com, a disgruntled tourist, American tourist, mm-hmm. smashed two 2,000-year-old statues in the Vatican because he was denied a meeting with pope francis do you have an appointment sir if i only had a nickel for every time i smashed a statue in the vatican when i was denied a meeting with the pope (laughs) so there's have you been to the vatican oh you have because you took a picture of of the david on on the sistine chapel yeah you snuck a picture from your purse yeah it's not god didn't say i couldn't take a photo a japanese company owns the rights to the images now it's not yeah that's that's why it's not um that's why they don't let you take pictures of it yes the vatican sold their rights to that owns rights to this teen yeah good luck with that (laughs) so yeah the vatican began massive undertakings in the 1980s decided to solicit outside funding the nippon television network gave 4.2 million to restore the sistine chapel with one condition in exchange they gained exclusive rights to photography and video of the restored artwork that's fucking crazy okay whatever that's not what we're talking about but that's yeah, fucking anyway, crazy. yeah so we, yeah um, so i had to smoke if you have your camera out the the you know docents or whatever or or priests i don't know who works at the vatican will come and like kick you out or like they'll they'll, they'll first give you a warning of like put your camera away but if you are like up in it if you are obviously taking a photo they'll kick you out immediately and be like delete that photo and you're like no <laughs> yeah they'll, del- yeah, they'll <laughs> delete it for you <laughs> anyway so they have like a big hallway uh, there's a lot of like really 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 old art at the vatican so they have this like uh different hallways and different museums in mm-hmm. there and so almost as if they could sell some of it and feed the poor and house the poor for a long time. Oh, I just thought of that. I just thought of that. That's so weird. Like, if we have paintings oh, no. made of gold and statues, um, could we build infrastructure to help people? Who's going to buy it? But the Vatican, though. 
in need. Oh, people would buy. If oh my God, people would buy it, yeah. Really? I don't know. Anyway. Okay. So <laughs> anyway, yeah, sorry. So there's an American tourist who is like, I request audience with the Pope, please. <laughs> uh, and um, the Vatican was like, no. Okay. No. And so then this tourist was like, fuck this. And ran through the little museum and just not like pushed over a bust of like, you know, like some Roman statue and then on his way out like accidentally hit another one like i mean this is you know it, accidentally it's, yeah this is a sketch comedy basically and these are like two thousand year old statues here's what fucks me up okay so did you know that the vatican is technically its own country yes yes i did yes so i just think it's funny that this guy they stop like the Vatican police stop him, you know, their own country, their own police. Mm-hmm. I would say they're military. And then they hand it over to the Italian authorities. Oh, you can't handle your own things? Then why are you even a country making Italy come and clean up your work? No. Yeah, What's there's up like, with that? There's the Swiss guards that guard the Vatican. And then they are, what are they called? They're like the corpse of gendarmerie of vatican city so they're uh, i don't know they're gonna have to say it like that i don't know i'm just trying oh yeah you're right gendarmerie the vatican city (laughs) so (laughs) there was an an snl desk piece last night that was talking about like uh dominican players in baseball because the 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 the, uh, correspondent was is half cuban half dominican and Mm -hmm. he was like I love Dominican players in baseball because it's like all of a sudden they just bust out a chain at the plate and then he starts thanking God before he hits and he tells the pitcher like, hold on a second. And then he's like, the announcer has just been like, up next is Kevin Bartlesby. And then it's like when the Dominican players gets up there, he throws his whole ass into saying he gets real into saying his name. And, you know, it just <laughs> it just was super funny. And, and but he's like, that guy those on an accent when he talks about that player like it just makes the whole thing more lively anyway that's it was really funny. funny and i was like that's true why do i say things with an accent because i'm an asshole that's the answer <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyway so these uh busts have been taken into you know like restoration they'll probably be able to fix them it's just it's just silly if you, in case you were wondering, by visiting the Vatican does not mean that you will meet the Pope. I don't even think you're going to meet anyone significant at the Vatican. No, no. Uh, when I was at the Vatican, actually, the Pope flew overhead in his helicopter uh-huh. to go to like a meeting. And I considered that significant i was like oh ciao pope <laughs> like he he did a flyover for me and i was like wow i i am special <laughs> sir we can't we can't uh get a meeting with the pope right now but can we interest you in our gift shop would you <laughs> like to buy a rosary that was blessed by the pope's third cousin <laughs> for 70 euro can I interest you in that? Yeah, instead? exactly. Yeah. They don't um, they don't want your teeth, they just want your money, sir. <laughs> yeah. It's very silly. I can't imagine just demanding a meeting with the like even if I were the president of the United States, I don't think I would be like, 
thinking I could meet the Pope. <laughs> I don't like people don't get to meet the Pope. I don't think unless they're like also like kind of close to being a Pope or they're like very poor. I I don't so like do- choose one. Choose yeah. your path. Yeah. Choose- um choose your adventure you know what's crazy is when i was like five or six i used to like make my dad play this game with me like where like we would i i don't know i my memories you know like you're like five or six but like i remember walking down our hallway holding his hand and like pretending to greet people and at the end of the hallway is where me and my dad would meet the pope (laughs) i don't know why i had this weird I mean, probably because religion was very confusing and like I had like Catholic and Christian upbringing or I don't know, but like I just was like, we're never going to go meet President Bill Clinton, but yeah. like a Mr. Pope. I, my name is Cassandra and this is my dad. Um, so nice to meet you. <laughs> like, that was my game. And I used to like make him go up and down the hall like a bunch of times to meet the Pope. <laughs> Kids are stupid. <laughs> So, fun fact, one of Winston's relatives is is a saint. She was canonized by Pope John Paul II in 2001. Wow. Yeah. She is known as Saint Rafka or Saint Rebecca. Uh, she is from Lebanon. She was a nun, in Le- in a Lebanese nun, and she was deemed a saint. And so, um, yeah, yeah. That's as close as uh, I think I'll ever get to a saint, or if I can meet Dolly Parton. I think she should be canonized. She's not Catholic, but I 100% think Dolly Parton has done enough good deeds on this earth and will continue to do do good deeds. And I will petition for her to become canonized. Will the Catholic Church listen to me? Probably not. Dolly Parton doesn't have a condo in beverly hills that she forgot about no you're goddamn not there'd be 15 people living in it if there were and 100%. they would percent yep and they'd and be learning would... music mm-hmm. <laughs> i yeah i love i sometimes i just stumble upon twitter threads and they're just like good deeds dolly has done that i did not know about like you know she has her dolly world or dolly land but like that is <laughs> that gave basically everyone a job you know economic opportunities in that job in that part of the world where she's from that everyone that works there now will pay for call and it's not like a you pay will reimburse you it's like no we'll pay for your college this is she has like her imagination library where like kids under five get a book every month and it just became eligible in california we just signed on a bill in california where that's going to happen here too it is uh, yeah like I, i the thread i read was like a lot of um if you talk to me that went to like had like an all black band and they a lot of times will be like, oh, we didn't have to do a lot of the fundraising that other bands had to do because a lot of times you'll find out like Dolly Parton paid for our band. That's and sweet. Just the shit. Yeah. Like people are just like, oh, no, like she does this and like she's given away so much money. She throws it back down. She you know, she's like, I've been poorer than you can imagine. Like what am I going to do? Take this with me? Like, I'm going to give as much as I can to other people. Like, she truly is a fucking saint. I don't know how we got on Dolly Parton, but like, any excuse to talk about Dolly Parton. She's a saint. <laughs> she's truly a saint on this earth. So I think she's incredible. What are you hoarding? 
besides yes. Dolly Parton. I mean, always, always Dolly Parton. I just hold on to her so much. I am hoarding Abbott Elementary. It's good. It's so good. It's so funny. It's so heartfelt. It's just, it just makes me laugh so much. Just the, and the, the amazing thing is the male teacher that was from Everybody Loves Chris. I thought he was like six two, six three. He's like five eight. <laughs> Wait, he's, he's from only- Everybody Loves Chris. Yeah, he was the little boy. Okay, so this man everybody hates Chris. Everybody hates right. Chris. Yeah, <laughs> even Google knew what we were talking Tyler about. Tyler James Williams. Him. Yeah. Okay, so this man was on a television show called Whiskey Cavalier. It went for one season on ABC and I had to uh, work on that show in post. And so I saw every episode and I was like, man, this show is stupid. But by the end of it, I was like really invested in it. Okay. And so when you work in post-production, you stare at someone's face a lot, you know, you're stopping, you're starting, whatever. And, and then, you know, you move on with your life. I saw him at Trader Joe's And I went up to him because I'd looked at his face for so long, but I couldn't place it. And so I just was like, hey, like, I thought that we had done improv or a play or something together. And I'm like, hey, man, like, God, I haven't seen you in a long time. Cassandra, uh, we we were in UCB, right? And he was like, what? And I was like, or, oh my God, were we in, did we do that play? And he was like, what? And I was like, oh my God whiskey cavalier (laughs) i'm so sorry we have never met in our lives i just worked on your tv show have a nice day and he was like okay cool (laughs) i was like so embarrassed i didn't realize he was on everybody hates chris he's been working forever i thought it was like man i that i was and then after the fact up until this moment right here, I was like, I still probably made that guy's day. I mean, how many people watch Whiskey Cavalier, his first pro- project ever? Like, <laughs> it is so not his first project. Yeah, <laughs> he's not working. He's been working, yeah. Forever. Yeah. Well, anyways, whatever. I, I find myself rooting for him regardless. Of um, course. So I'm yeah. happy that he, Abbott Elementary is doing so well and he's very funny on it. Oh, he's man, so I feel like a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's on The Walking Dead. Yeah, for, oh yeah. A while. I'm, looking uh, at his, I'm looking at his IMDb. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Evidently, he was something in The Water Boy. That's <laughs> that's something. But yeah, I. <laughs> it's so funny. I just thought he was so tall because, like, everyone yeah. on that show is very short. <laughs> yeah, Quinta's only like four eleven, four ten. Like, five really at, at most. Yeah, she's very. I mean, she's very short, but oh, she's so funny. She uh, just, she's so funny. I love this show with my art. Like, you know, most of my family is, you know, in education in some way. So I, you know, I talk to them a lot about it and they're like, it's so real, you know? And, and, and the kids, I, I have a real problem with child actors and the like children, but I feel like they're used pretty minimally. And when they are, it's it's very much like them just kind of being themselves more than acting a lot of the times. And I think they really keep it pretty, pretty cool with the kid, even though there, you know, there are kids on the show and stuff like that, but it's not um, 
you know, it's not like a heavy use of like the child actor. So it's kind of, they get, it, it's a really healthy way to, to do, to do it. So it's I'm a nice a, show. It's a nice show. And they have yeah. kids with, you know, differences and stuff like that. Like one teacher was just trying to find like a desk for her student that was going to be incoming in a wheelchair. And then like one of the teachers speaks sign language and has like a deaf incoming student and, it just it's just neat to see that kind of representation on on camera and like you don't see that very often so it was just it was really cool I I just love it I just love it so much and yeah so anyway what are you hoarding I am hoarding so I saw this thing on TikTok that certain like I don't know if it's a big it's a big trend or it's just a trend but there's couples that will they have like a deal where they do two dates a month. Like they commit to two dates a month and one date is out on the town and one date is at home and you switch off who plans what. And so me and Taylor are trying it this month. And so, uh, yesterday we're recording this on Sunday. So yesterday on Saturday was Taylor's, uh, first, I mean, we've had plenty of dates. We've been together for a while, but like the, his first like date in this context. And we mm-hmm. were, uh, we had an, our day out. And, uh, then my date in is going to be in a couple weeks and it's just like fun. Like it's kind of fun to have, you know, I mean, we will do things and we'll plan nice days for each other or whatever, but it's kind of fun to like have the set expectations Mm -hmm. of each person every month has to put in the legwork to plan something nice for their partner and then you guys get to enjoy a date and so it was nice I mean he you know like he planned that we would get pedicures in the morning and then we would Mm -hmm. go have brunch at this little bougie bougie place in Hollywood and then we would walk to a wine bar and like he you know like he arranged for the dog to be in daycare that's why we did our date during the day and it was fun and so like I have yeah I've got my at-home date later this month that I have to figure out. I have some ideas, but I'm not going to reveal them on the podcast because sometimes he listens, but it's been fun. It's just kind of a fun little easy idea, you know, like obviously like sometimes it's hard to be able to afford like a night out all the Mm -hmm. time or a day out, but like, you know, that doesn't always have to cost money. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. there's plenty of free things to do out and there's free things to do in. There's also a way to make a night in very expensive. So I don't know. I just feel like it's something that like I really recommend to people like who are in relationships, um, shit, even do that shit with your roommate, like whatever, do it with yourself. Who, Quality who time. Knows? Yeah. You know, yeah. but like just kind of committing to like one special time out and one special time in per month. And then you switch off and, you know, I don't know. I, I just thought it was fun. Like it wasn't like, and I mean, I knew what we were going to do. Like he told me like maybe on Thursday or Friday, you know, so I don't know. It doesn't, I don't think it's part of the rules. It has to be a surprise, but it was still like, you know, I didn't help mm-hmm. him. I didn't help him come up with shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just cool. It was cool. Mm-hmm. I recommend it. Mm-hmm. What are you throwing away? Taylor, not listening to this podcast hundred percent of the time. <laughs> Does Winston listen to this podcast? Sometimes. Yeah. Oh! No, no, no. I know. I know. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, I'm throwing away. When I get a a package, a delivery box, and it's a box that's like, you know, 24 by 12 or something with like a pencil inside of it, like a huge cardboard box with something very tiny inside of it that's not delicate or wrapped in like bubble wrap inside. Such a waste. Like send that shit in like a packed envelope or something. It's just 
such a freaking waste and it just pisses me off i just i hate it and amazon is a pretty big culprit for that i'm like come on or and i try to select like if i order something from amazon like multiple items i'm like send that shit in one box like all together i'll i'll deal with it arriving later but send it in one box and do you set that as your preferences i do but sometimes they don't do it even and i'm like god damn it anyway so yeah anyway that's me that's me what are you throwing away i'm throwing out my hair i'm sick of it i i like to keep my hair short and i haven't had it short since 2020 this is not me having a continued fear to go to the salon of course uh i know that the world is pretty much back to normal um (laughs) post-covid or the long pandemic whatever the fuck we want to call it but you know when it wasn't normal I met someone that I was going to marry and then, you know, like, so it's growing out, it's growing out. And then all of a sudden we get engaged and every, you know, like everyone's like better keep it long for the wedding. Mm -hmm. And who made this rule? You know? Yeah. Who, Who says that women have to have long, luscious hair for their wedding? Riddle me this, but I feel like, Okay, so then fine, whatever. Like, I know I'm in control of myself. I could just cut my own hair, but I just got headshots, you know, because I got headshots because mm-hmm. I was like, my hair's fucking long. I don't look like my headshots anymore. I better get headshots since I can't cut my hair until the wedding. And then I get headshots and then I finally find the empowerment to be like, I'm going to cut my hair before the wedding, but I'm already, I've already spent all this money on fucking headshots. So mm-hmm. now I'm just stuck. And when my hair is long, I don't, I don't like to wash my hair very often as it is but when it's shorter i feel like you get away with it it's easier to handle it's easier to dry shampoo that whole fucking thing and just make it cute when it's long it just still looks greasy and fucked up and all i do is put it in ponytails at this point and this is why i don't like my hair being long so i just look i feel i feel stuck i feel Mm -hmm. frustrated i just want to cut I mean, I'm getting to dangerous thoughts, you know, mm-hmm. I'm getting to, I'm going to shave my head thoughts, but I know that's not right. I just, I got five more months until that fucking yeah. wedding. I, and I'm not shitting you the day after I have one day between my wedding and my honeymoon that Sunday, I'm, I'm, I'm cutting it. It's gone. It. It's yeah. gone. But uh, unfortunately for my, the listeners and everyone around me, I'm probably just going to keep complaining about it for the next five months. <laughs> Love it. Why don't you just get extensions that you can take out? So, sure. Yeah. yeah but, like, that doesn't solve the headshot problem. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, you're right. I, 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 like, I, my hair looks great when it's short. I, I'll look fab if I had short hair with, like, my whole wedding getup. It's the... It, I swear to God, if I wouldn't have gotten those headshots, I would have... I would have just cut it by now. I would have yeah. just been like, I really don't, I really yeah. don't care about society's standards yeah. as to what I have to look like in my wedding. I'm just going to cut my hair, but it's, I just, I'm, I'm 800, $900 deep in, yeah. you know, because you get yeah. the headshots and they get retouched and you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. it's expensive to be an actor. It's very predatory. So, uh, yeah, I'll just have to sit in my own filth. All right. Well, where can the people find you in this, Phil? Where can they find you? Where, I mean, they'll smell you first, but where can they find you? <laughs> at Cass Cardenas on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm going to be performing at the Groundlings uh, in a couple weeks. <sighs> what night? I'm trying. 
uh, October 25th um, at the uh, G3 student stage, I will be performing. Um, so if you want to see me do improv live, uh, you're welcome to come check that out. And, what time? Uh, oh, I don't know. Seven? Jeez. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Probably seven. I, and my calendar says seven. So I'm going to go with seven. Okay. All right. It's been a really long time since I've had a live show to promote, so I kind of forgot how to do it. I'm helping you plug. God damn it. I'm like, come see me. Don't. I don't give a fuck. Uh, <laughs> what do I fucking care? So, where do the people find you? They can find me at, at iconic Erica Curry on Instagram and TikTok. And then you can find me at Gilly Gal on Twitter. And then you can find this podcast at trashy trashy pod on instagram twitter and tiktok and any other domain uh that's our name uh, across social handles and then you can find us at www.trashytrashypodcast.com that's our website you can also email us at trashy trashy podcast at gmail.com you can send us trash we love reading user submitted stories you can also send us you know, just if you want to send in a time where you were trashy, we love, love to hear it. Or if we've influenced you to be trashy, let us know. We love to hear it. And as always, leaving a five-star review and telling a friend about the podcast is the fastest way for us to grow. We really appreciate it. It really helps in the charts and algorithms and gets the story pushed out further. And we really love you. But if you could follow us on TikTok, Trashy Trashy Pod. That's the best way to grow right now. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. We're trying our best, but we're we're getting we're getting new people from this TikTok thing. So I don't know. Anyway, but yeah, that's us. So <laughs> hey, I think I plugged. I, I feel plugged up. I'm, I plugged. I plugged. I plugged. Lord knows I'm plugged up. Oh boy, uh, it's that vibrating butt plug from the chess story and the poker story. So. I got the vibrating butt plug and the vibrating chair, and I have a fish full of lead. Oh my god! Oh my god! We're we're stuffed up with trash. So and I'm gonna fuck up fuck up the official. <laughs> well, hey Cass, what's going on, girl? Stay garbage. You stay garbage, girl. I will. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.